Section E. Immortality of the human soul. When a form depends on its matter in its becoming, in its being, and in its activity, it ceases to be when the body is corrupted or broken down. This is the case with the souls of animals and plants. Soul equals principle of life. What makes plants and animals living beings is not matter, since this is what they have in common with non-living things, but a substantial form, principle of life, with certain functions which non-living beings lack. But these souls of plants and animals depend entirely on their bodies. So when these break down, they cease to be. On the other hand, as we have seen, the spiritual soul of man does not have this complete dependence on the body, and so it is immortal by virtue of its own subsistence. In the same way as it has come to be by creation, can only cease to be by annihilation, but in itself it is naturally immortal. However, the separated soul of man has an activity which is different, since as we have seen in chapter 30 section E, it is then confronted with the perfect and clear vision of God, and therefore its will is forever joined to God if that was its last choice. Nevertheless, it retains a sort of aptitude or natural inclination to be reunited with the body, since both had made up a single substance or species, specific essence. We know from our Christian faith that there will be a resurrection of the body, and it is a reasonable belief, although we cannot strictly prove it by reason alone, due to this natural inclination of the separated soul.